hold up wait a minute I'm going to let the ad finish, but if you build it, they will come is one of the biggest lies ever told in business. I have one question for you. Doesn't matter your industry, doesn't matter your business, doesn't matter your profession, doesn't matter the platform, doesn't matter your location on this planet. If people don't know you exist, how can they find you? Let me add some clarity. How can anyone support you, buy from you, hire you, collaborate with you, read what you have to write, listen to what you have to say, watch what you have to show if they don't know you exist? Marinate on that. Roll the beat. What's up, I Digress listeners? If you've been listening to I Digress, you know that I Digress is all about providing marketing strategy to help your business grow. John Jans is the real deal on the Duct Tape Marketing Podcast one of the leading small business marketing experts over 25 years of experience as a marketer as a speaker as an entrepreneur as an as an author listen to the duct tape marketing podcast that is designed to give you marketing tips tactics and resources to grow your business something i love about the show is that john never shies away from asking the tough questions things like is your core audience the audience you want to have and does your business solve a customer's problem some of the episodes that i listened to recently was how to create marketing that can't be ignored Ooh, that's a good one narrowing your focus Focus on your ideal customer. Don't we all need to do that? The Duct Tape Marketing Podcast, hosted by John Jans, is brought to you by the HubSpot Podcast Network. All right, bet. You have six seconds. Tell me why someone should give you money for what you do. I'll wait. Oh, time's up. Big shout out to my dear friend, Rain Bennett. On his new book coming out soon called Six Second Storytelling. Uh, he didn't pay me to do any of that. I just want to give him a shout out because I think about people in my community of colleagues and friends. And we're all just trying to make it work. What have I been saying recently? There's enough room for all of us in the sky to fly. So let's stop competing with each other. Let's start collaborating with one another. But if you didn't come here for all that, let's go right into the tea. Big shout out to Dan Moyle for allowing a tweet that I created to turn into a podcast we're doing right now. Now, the original tweet I had put in a premise around it was, why aren't there more roles around distribution of content? Yes, content needs to be created. Content creation is very time consuming. Content also needs to be distributed. Having a person or team creating and another person or team distributing gives you balance and more efficiency. Think about yourself. You may have an endless supply of content being created, and you may even have a specific person or team whose sole job, whose sole purpose is to find how many ways to distribute to maximize reach, impact, brand awareness, brand equity, recognition, nurturing, education, and potential sales, conversions, and conversations. There are many brands who create a lot of content, but drop the ball distributing it. I don't know about you, but I don't know how much content, video, audibles, written. I have somewhere, somewhere in the universe. Notes, Google Keep, Trello, Monday, Asana, random sticky notes, random pieces of paper. Maybe you have volumes and volumes of notebooks with ideas and content and pieces in there. Maybe you have blogs and stuff already created and drafts. You have videos already in drafts on YouTube. You have reels already drafts on Instagram, all this stuff. It's in a library and it hasn't been distributed yet. So what is the point of creating a ton of content if you don't know how to amplify that content to get the results that you want? Stop being in this checklist of awareness. I talked about this 
this in episode 37. I talked about this in episode 36 as well. Stop being stuck in this thing of awareness where all you're doing is checking off a list. Look how many posts I've created. Look how many videos I created. All these different things. But then you're frustrated. You're not even getting the vanity metrics that you want. The likes, the comments, the engagement, the shares, let alone the money that you want to come from it. The conversions on the website, the conversions in the sales conversations. Shoot, you would want more sales conversations from the content that you're pushing out there. Again, the classic debate, quality versus quantity. What's up, digital world? You're listening to the I Digress audio experience with Troy Sanders. Social media, marketing, storytelling, business, culture, and more. Coming to you in three, two, one. One solid piece of quality content should be able to multiply into at least 10 channels of distribution. I'm going to say that again. One solid piece of quality content should be able to multiply into at least 10 channels of distribution. But again, distribution doesn't stop with just the broadcasting and the posting of the content, but in the engagement and follow up with the distributed content itself. Don't leave money. Don't leave sales. Don't leave customers, don't leave clients on the table and miss out on acquiring new fans because of lack of distribution of your content. You can have the better content. Shoot, you could have the better product, the better service, the better offering. Shoot, you could have the best content. But nine times out of ten, the brand that wins is the one that what? People see first. And that comes down to what? Adequate, efficient distribution. How many of you right now have someone or team making new content right now, like I said before, to fill out a checklist, but you have a good percentage of your content that you've already created that hasn't been through distribution, is in a library, is in a subset of folders and subfolders and subfolders and drafts, and it's just sitting there. But you created it. <laughs> it took me a while. We care about the effort. Look how much effort it took me to create that video. But then you post and guess what? You get zero, zero, zilch, none, nothing of engagement of any type, of conversion of any type, of sales of any type. Now, does that mean your quality of your content wasn't good? I'm not saying that it isn't. I'm saying you have to balance the quality and the quantity to get the results that you want. And that comes down to understanding the data, your audience, how you create, why you create, when you create, and how, where, and when you distribute your content. Quality versus quantity. The greatest debate ever. Most say quality for everything. I don't agree. I just, I don't agree. I want to challenge the status quo right now. Here's what I think. And I'll take note. Maybe you need to write this line on a piece of paper, on a post-it note, on your phone, whatever. Focus on creating quality content while simultaneously maximizing the quantity of distribution. Ooh, hold, stay with me. Stay with me. Focus on creating quality content while simultaneously maximizing the quantity of distribution. Did you understand what I'm saying here? Now see, I balance the level of quality to the amount of times you can quantify the distribution. There needs to be a balance and ratio, but with all of this comes one key important factor here. <laughs> if you know me as a strategy hacker, you know exactly what I'm about to say. It is strategy. You need adequate strategy to set up the content you need to create. And the distribution channel is going to give you the results that you want. It is not enough to create amazing, dynamic content, landing pages, videos, great copy all the way through. And then no one buys. No one converts. You get no ROI from it. Nothing. Can't do it. 
You just can't do it. I want you all to go beyond that. I want you to think beyond these things. We have to do more. So like I said before, if no one can find you online, if no one knows you exist, if someone Googles you and you don't show up in search, doesn't matter how amazing your product or service is because no one can find your website, no one can find you. Half the battle to increasing your traffic from your website is understanding what you need to fix on your website in the first place. Well then let me introduce you to this free tool that's gonna provide you professional audit for free. Ahrefs will discover optimization opportunities for your website and help you get more organic traffic, which is music to my ears. You'll see which keywords your pages are ranking for. You'll understand how Google sees your content, which is key and critical, and discover what changes you need to implement to improve your visibility, therefore increase your SEO, therefore allowing more people to know you exist so your traffic can go up, so your bounce rate can go down, so your sessions can increase, so you can have more conversations, so you can have more conversions. Imagine the benefits for your business, for your brand, and for your pocketbook. Visit hrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T, which will also be in the show notes of this episode. Sign up for the free tool, connect it to your website, and you're all set and watch the magic happen. Sometimes I feel that when people really say quality matters, think about who is saying that line. Just like when I said in episode 38 about Jack of all trades is a master of none but oftentimes better than a master of one. They leave out the other part. Understand the context of how they're saying it and who is saying it. Most people who say quality matters over everything have already established distribution channels with high volume of recipients to receive what they have to say and make conscious decisions accordingly. And they're typically in their status of Bay, mostly buyers. Remember Bay, buyers, advocates, and elevators? They probably have 70% plus buyers in their distribution channels ready to go. Do you have that in your distribution channels? I would probably say no. So if we know that our distribution channels are not 70% buyers, they're a combination of buyers, advocates, and elevators and unknown, and then you're gonna go ahead and try to push out content to not only compel someone to follow, to not just compel someone to like, to not just compel someone to engage, but to then do whatever you tell them to do, which is typically go to another link to give in exchange for what you're offering money so they can cha-ching, get you the money, and ba-bing, get the product or service or offering that you're presenting. And then after they receive it, they love it, they support it, they give a review, they are now a committed customer, they're now a committed advocate and elevator for what you're doing on time of everything else, and then the cycle continues on and on and on and you're making millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars. That's the process. That's the dream, right? But let's run it back. It comes down to a balance of quality versus quantity, content creation and content distribution. If the quality of your content isn't timely in the right fashion and the right medium to the right audience at the right time with the right message, and then the transition from seeing that content to engaging that content to clicking on that link to going to a landing page and then validating them, getting that trust, and then still keeping that emotional EQ ready to go that they're gonna go through the landing page, be validated, feel the trust, and feel even the more compelled to buy, and then they click the button, they fill out the information, they give you your credit, their credit card, they sign the contract, and they hit send. Your content needs to compel someone not to just give you the like, but to go all the way through to the sign. I don't want your bounce rate to be 
super low, but you're still not getting the buyers that you want. Look, we got so much traffic to our website, but yet no one is still not buying. Look, our CPC on our ads are so low and so effective, but yet no one still is not buying. Look how many views we just got on our most amazing video that took us five grand and three months to create but no one still reached out to you to have a consultation to buy what you're offering. <gasps> quality, but quality was there. See, I'm gonna challenge the quote of what they meant by quality, what we should think about quality as. Look, there are people here with just an iPhone making millions of dollars a year doing videos on just an iPhone and editing it on like InShot or Splice and distribute it on various channels and have gotten brand deals, sponsorships, and customers and clients accordingly that will put people to sleep who have been spending hours and hours and hours creating one video and it did them no good. It wasn't timely, it wasn't efficient, it wasn't effective, it cost too much and they didn't make enough back in ROI in return. What are we gonna do now? Troy, what are we gonna do now? So I have various folk come to me at various times throughout the year asking me various questions. Troy, how do I scale my business? And now, you know, y'all know me. I'm all about simplifying the process. And we have to understand that in most cases, the quality of the content that we think in our mind, the perception, it doesn't matter about us. No one cares how long it took you to do that thing. They care about the result and if the quality matches their expectations and their perception of their own mind when they see you, when they see your brand, when they see your content. So we need to flip the script. You hear me? We got to reverse, reverse, reverse on how we see and perceive quality of content and then in the distribution of content. If the content that you create is not able to magnify to 10 different channels of distribution, I'm talking email, blog, short form, long form, Twitter threads, Twitter posts, Instagram posts, Instagram reels, TikTok, live stream, whatever. It can be a subset of subsets, eBooks, infographics, whatever. Is that content really of high quality? Or if we really want to make people very uncomfortable, but it's very key here, did the content convert and make the money you hoped it would? Now, look, I know people like to keep marketing as marketing and we keep sales as sales. Marketing is the people that compel people to be their best self, their most optimized of understanding the who, what, where, and why about the brand and ready to buy. And they go to the salespeople and the salespeople are there now to convert, validate and convert, validate and convert, validate and convert. And then you got different subsets of customer service and validation and community building and reviews and keeping the cycle going, right? Yet, in my mind, all of it is inclusive to the one goal of being sustainable and the second goal of being scalable. And that requires everyone to speak within each other, all the different departments to have an understanding of what you do, how you do it, why you do it, where you do it, when you do it, and if it is my efforts helping you be better at what you're doing. So if we're all complementary to each other, the process should be easier, the UX UI should match, and we should be able to get the results that we want, the money that we want, to be the business that we need to be to make the impact that we want to be to let everyone who works for the business and those who are impacted by the business live better lives. Woo.
quality versus quantity. I think it all comes down to quality and quantity, but understanding the quality is determined by the ability, by speed, by timeliness, and the right message combined with the right efforts at the right time. Not more effort that doesn't get the results that you want. You have the right balance of effort and energy and content being created at the right time that can be distributed in the right channels in the right way with the right message to compel someone to buy. Don't just get so focused on the quality. Got to be so great. Because there's too many businesses out there I have had conversations with in group settings and one-on-one settings on stages and live streams and webinars that say the same thing. Look how hard I worked on this content, the website, the ebooks, all of it, the ads, and I got nothing from it. What am I supposed to do, Troy? And I'm sitting here looking at it like, okay, let's run it back. Stop focusing on how much effort it took you to make it. Did your audience even resonate with it? Did it matter to them? Did you do an analysis of your entire system, your entire series of processes? Did you do personality analysis, business analysis, customer analysis of what makes sense? Are you looking at what's working among your competitors? And are you taking things in and making it fit you and distribution? And then what channels are you distributing it in in the first place? No one is giving you a gold star award just because you created content. If you've been listening to iDigress for a hot minute, you've heard me talk about the six pillars every business needs. Simple, scalable, sustainable, systematic, speed, and successful. A big part of achieving these six pillars in business is incorporating them into the tools you use to conduct your business, like your CRM platform. Whether it's predicting consumer behavior or diagnosing the many what's, how's, and why's of sales and marketing, the HubSpot CRM platform has customizable solutions to help your business go from why now to what's next. Many CRM platforms are either over-engineered, can we be real for a minute, or clunky and unreliable, costing more time and money than they're worth. If we can be 100, let's keep it 100. A HubSpot CRM platform means you have a purpose-built solution that's tailored to your business and your business alone. So whether you're just getting started or looking for a robust system, HubSpot is ready to scale and grow with your business. With new features that allow HubSpot admins control of their accounts like never before, there's never been a better time to check out what the HubSpot CRM platform can do for you and your business. Learn more about how you can customize your CRM platform with HubSpot at HubSpot.com. I already established this in episode 30. Creating content consistently is the bare minimum. Go listen to that. I also established understanding are you a pain reliever or a pleasure provider in episode 33. I also articulated that Aladdin gave us the formula to sell better. Give your customer a whole new world experience in episode 31. I also articulated the three modalities you must master mindset, marketing, and money to frame yourself in the right way to create the right type of content to the right type of people at the right time to 
get the bag. So I have put in nuggets upon nuggets upon layers upon layers to get us to this point. Yet here we are having this conversation because we're stuck on quantity versus quality and the great debate of content creation versus content distribution. And if you took the time to analyze and see where everything lies, see how long it takes you to create content and if the content that you're creating even matters, not to you, not in your mindset, but to your audience, to the key people you're trying to have a conversation with today, if it will work. And here's another thing. I'm about to blow your mind because I'm about to knock this in and bring this on home. I had a conversation with someone in Clubhouse recently. Find me on Clubhouse at Fine Troy. And the question came up. I'm trying to do a specific brand that is well known to be very successful on Instagram. Their business is alignment with very visual key things that you would see in retail on Instagram. And they had this idea of one to making X amount of dollars. We're talking six, seven figures, you know, but everyone's on Instagram. That's where you make the money for this type of brand and business. And immediately... I said, you're looking at this from the wrong vantage point. I don't care. Let's run it backwards. How much money do you want to make? Six figures, seven figures. Okay. How much effort do you want to put in to make that amount of money? Are we talking high volume or less volume, but higher quality of clients or customers? I want to do less, Troy. I want to do less. Okay, bet. So stick with me for like 30 seconds. Go to LinkedIn. I, you want to target key people who need what you have, who can afford it at a higher price point. And guess what? There are less people in that atmosphere who are sending in messages to talk to those key people. Those same people are also on Instagram, but those people who are also on Instagram, who you can talk to LinkedIn, who have the pockets to pay for what you're looking for at the expectation level that you're trying to reach are there. So if you position yourself as someone who is targeting key individuals who need that particular product or service, who can afford it at that price point, it will make a significant difference. See, when you're trying to get a certain price point, the platform changes. Yeah, that's a lower point of entry, sure. But are you going to get the money that you want? Probably not. It's too oversaturated, the volume's too low, and they're all going to laugh at you because the price is too high compared to everyone else who's in that space, literally on the platform. As they scroll, they're going to see a hundred others like you at a lower price point. However, if you position yourself differently and saying, I'm targeting only XYZ individuals and XYZ industries who can afford XYZ on a platform that isn't as complicated, that isn't as messy, and you have a clear, concise message, and you're creating content around that, that means the content that you're creating is of higher quality because the quality you're trying to attract to match the money you're trying to make is all started from the process from the beginning, and now every effort, every piece of energy you're devoting to creating that content and distributing that content is in alignment with the money you're trying to make with the higher profitability, with the higher probability, and profitability of acquiring and getting the money that you want quality of content in alignment with quantity of content content creation in alignment with content distribution hopefully i didn't lose you hopefully you understand where i'm coming from and i want to debunk that myth no one cares how long it took you to make anything does it give me the results that it wants does it make it very clear to me what it is that i'm getting and do i feel compelled to buy it and if I can do it once, I can do it again and therefore build a system and a series of systems to alleviate myself from maximizing myself out from the burnout is real so I can continue to scale my business. When you make sustainable systems, sustainable content over and over and over again, not only will your business survive, but it will thrive and it will scale to the height and the growth that you're trying to achieve. So like I said, go back to episode 30, go back to episode 31, episode 33 episode 34, episode 36, episode 37, and then apply all of that to your content creation, to your content distribution, and then match the two between quantity and quality and let me know how it goes. Again, there's enough room for all of us in the sky to fly. So I have a new segment for you all called the Strategy Accelerator.
brought to you by Agora Pulse's Agency Accelerator podcast that explores ways to grow and scale your agency with some of the most trusted brands and experts in the industry. On this particular spotlight, I will reflect on episode how to weave great storytelling throughout your marketing. Longtime agency expert and what I would dub the queen of live streaming, Stephanie Liu, interviews Guy Kawasaki, who has been advising companies about the power of storytelling for years, being a former chief evangelist at Apple and a current chief evangelist at Canva. One thing that resonated deeply with me was when Guy expressed on how when you focus on content that is real, honest, and hits those specific emotional triggers, that's when you're at your most powerful. And this is where storytelling is so essential. When you use facts, there's always ways to argue a fact. But when you use stories, you can't really argue them. They are much more powerful and provide a stronger defense. Storytelling is a muscle at its core. It requires many different exercises to strengthen it. The same way with storytelling within your content. Public speaking, blogging, using video, tweeting, podcasting. Storytelling is so natural to us because we do it every single day. One thing that I I really want to leave the viewers with regarding the interview was when Guy showed an example of how he started off just starting off with different facts. 10% this, 85% of this, blah, 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 blah. But then he showed the dynamics of simply using two words. For example. And I thought, that is incredibly powerful. For example. Now, if you're an agency or you're a business, storytelling is going to separate you from the competitor. They can have a bigger agency, a bigger team, a bigger budget, a bigger brand presence, a better website, way more features. Maybe they're more competitively priced. But what's going to differentiate you from somebody else in the buying process of choosing you is the story that you tell. If you want to hear more about Agora Pulse's Agency Accelerated in its totality, search Agency Accelerated wherever you get your podcasts. And you can also watch the live stream version by searching Agency Accelerated Agora Pulse on YouTube. Before I bring this spotlight to a close, I want to go a little bit deeper about storytelling. Understand that the story you tell per format is different. What do I mean by that? A story told in 6 seconds versus 15, 30, and 60 seconds taken from the same script are all actually different experiences and therefore stories of itself. They're just using the same material. This is a reflection I had impacted as well that was taken from Rain Bennett's Six Second Stories. So when we tie all this together, we're dealing with content creation versus content distribution, quality versus quantity, integrating storytelling at its core to differentiate ourselves, to make ourselves be memorable, to stand out, to connect the dots in an emotional way, to hit those various triggers, to get someone to say yes. Whether you're an agency, a business, professional, whatever the case may be, we must understand understand all the different platforms all the different types of content are stories that are being conditioned formatted and produced in different mediums to create different experiences even though at its core the story script the nucleus of the story if you will is all the same but when we understand and respect the platform for what it is and see it as different languages we will then be able to understand we have to have a certain finesse a certain approach in the delivery ability of our content to make the story stick if we think about everything that we've covered in this particular episode and we weigh it all out it's very essential that when we quantify 
the quality of the content that we create, that we distribute, and the volume of distribution coupled with the volume of creation, it's all in perpetuity rooted in the story. And it has to be customized to the experience we want to create with our ideal client, with our ideal customer, with our ideal audience. And understand that the quality adjusts and shifts based on the feedback, the engagement, and the data we see once the content is distributed. And from that information, we must measure and track and adjust how we create the content accordingly. All we're doing is making sure that in every single piece of content that we create is the best possible story that fits that medium in that moment that once distributed it has a higher chance of leaving a distinguished impact to the audience to be compelled to take an action and when all of that is in alignment we're going to see more conversions more acquisitions more clients more customers more readers more viewers more listeners lower bounce rate longer sessions all the kpis we want all because we understood the relationship between quantity quality distribution creation and all that together when we plugged in our strategy accelerator for this episode of the impact of how to weave an amazing story to generate more marketing and ultimately more business. And that's a wrap. We hope you enjoyed this episode of I Digress. What was your takeaway? Care to share your thoughts and tag Troy on social media? You can find him on all platforms at Find Troy. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and leave a review or comment for this episode from wherever you're listening. Looking for a marketing strategist to build the structure, strategies, and systems you need to get the success you want and the ROI you desire in your business? Book a discovery call to talk with Troy at findtroy.com. And as Troy's philosophy goes, imagination is the engine, content is the fuel, social media is the highway, marketing is the roadmap, sales is the destination, culture is the GPS. Thanks for listening. Yeah.